Hey everyone, welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Mike Freeman here, pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship. Hey, thanks for joining me again today as we devotionally journey through the New Testament. Today we find ourselves in John chapter 8, which has a ton of interaction between Jesus and Jewish leadership. There's a lot of uh, going back and forth. And uh, this is the, the text where Jesus talks about how he is the light of the world. And uh, not just for the Jewish people, but, but for the whole world. And, um, but there continually is pushback against Jesus. There continually is this tension that rises up with uh, specifically the Jewish leadership and, and Jesus. And we see that again in this, in this passage. Um, this is actually the, another passage. We talked about this in our devotion on Mark 16, where there are a, a few portions of the New Testament that seems to be there was potentially something added after the original. We have a high confidence that it's just, this it only happened in a handful of places. This is the other one. Uh, Mark 16 and then John 8. And so uh, I'm just going to pass over the first part of John 8. And what I really want to look at is this passage starting in verse 31. I'm going to read and comment as we go along, and then we'll kind of bring it together at the end. But verse 31, here's what Jesus says. He says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you, ab if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Here's where we start. Jesus talks about abiding in his word, believing and walking in his word, living in his word. And he says, this, when you do this, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. And uh, free from, free from sin, free from uh, living a life of sin, free from the condemnation of our sin, free from attempting to be good enough on our own. Instead, we're abiding, we're trusting, we're living in, in the, the word of Christ. Verse 33, they answered him, we are offspring of Abraham and we have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Well, Jewish people actually have been enslaved multiple times. They've been led in exile. They, they've been captives. If you think about their slavery in Egypt, uh, they, they have been slaves historically. And even right now, they are occupied. They are not perfectly free. They have Roman occupation. And so they kind of their pushback is kind of um, doesn't even really make sense, um, revealing their maybe their blindness, their spiritual blindness, maybe revealing their unwillingness to, to deal with reality, the reality that is right in front of them in Jesus as the Messiah. Well, let's keep going. It says, Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. If you, if you live in this continual habitual life of sin, of embracing sin, of walking in sin, then you are a slave to sin. This is going to be important in a moment. It says, the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Now, freedom is found where? In the son. Freedom is found in Christ. He says, if you abide in my word, you are free. And uh, this, is, this is his point. He's, he's talking about this freedom that is found. And, and the freedom is found not in our own self-righteousness, not in our own efforts, not in our good works, not in our... Um, religiosity, not in the religious kind of ritual that was so prevalent in that day. Uh, it is found in the Son of God. Jesus says, I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my words find no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father and you do not 
do, excuse me, and you do what you have heard from your father. Now, later he's going to talk about their father, but, but look here, he says, I know that you are offspring of Abraham. You are biologically, you are Jewish people is what he says, but here's the deal. Yet you seek to kill me. What are they doing here? They're practicing sin. They are plotting in sin. They are living in sin. To, to kill someone is a sin. To kill an innocent man is a sin. And their, their motives, their desires, their target, their mindset is we've got to take Jesus out. doesn't matter their ancestry. What matters is they are, they are not abiding in his word. In fact, his word finds no place in them. This is speaking to the person who is, who is rejecting Christ for selfish desires. This is speaking to the person who is who's saying, I, I am going to do things my way regardless of what Christ says. Listen, if you're here and you're reading this and you're saying, man, I've I sinned again. I have messed up. What, what, what's wrong? You know, I've sinned again. Dang, I, I need to stop. I'm trying to stop. This is not saying because you have sinned, then, then you, the, you don't have freedom in Christ or that his word does not abide in you. No, this is talking to the person who their target, their mindset, their objective is to live in sin. This is the person who is bound. This is the person who is held captive. This is the person who's the word of Christ does not dwell in them. The word of Christ no finds does not find any place in them. And likewise, they do not abide in Christ's word. They don't live in it. Now, back this up then. Back this up, because I think this holds a great promise for us. Uh, look again at verse 31. Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth, the truth will set you free. The truth that is found in the words of Jesus is where we find freedom. Now, I, I think this freedom is really important. This is where we find the freedom from the the consequence of our sin because Jesus, he paid it all. I'm recording this the day after our Easter celebration as we remember Jesus' death and resurrection. Through that, what I preached this last weekend is that we have righteousness and forgiveness. What a glorious truth. We have true freedom because of what Christ has done. We are truly his disciples because we're trusting in his word. Does this mean that we live perfectly? No. Does this mean we live following Christ, stumbling toward him? Yes. We live under his grace. We live under his mercy. His word abides in us. And so we are free from sin. We also are free from trying to be good enough. We're free from trying to be self-righteous. We have the righteousness of Christ, which means now we are perfect before the heavenly father because of the work of Christ. Now we are free from trying to be good enough. We don't have to carry around brick upon brick upon brick upon brick on our shoulders saying, look at all these things I have to do to please God. No, it's all been done. Finally, this means we are free from having to put on a religious show. I love Easter. I love the celebration. I love everyone dresses up and, and you know, it's, it's a great day of celebration. The celebration of what Christ has done. But, but what, what I'm always want to be careful about is, is, are we just making it about the show? Are we just making it about, look, how nice we look and how loud we can sing? Are we doing externals that are disconnected from the internals? Look, because of Christ and his work and his word, we are free from trying to do externals that show off or that give a false impression. Instead, we his word abides in us. So now our externals and our internals, they match 
more and more. The, the way we live, the way we praise, the way we, we interact with others, this is, this is not a show, but instead it's a sincere faith that matches the, the transforming work of the gospel in the inner life. This is our ancient way for our modern day. It's to find the true freedom in the word and in the work of Jesus Christ. It's to find the freedom to say, I, I am a sinner, but I am a sinner who has been saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. Say, I don't have faith in my ability to be good enough. I don't have faith in my ancestry. The Jewish people would say, our father is Abraham. Jesus would say, no, your father is the devil. That's later in chapter eight. But instead we say, no, no, it doesn't matter who my parents are. It doesn't matter if they're churched or not churched. What matters now is that I am in Christ. Now I have true freedom. True freedom to live a life that is not trying to earn something, but instead is trying to live out of the overflow of the gospel of the love of God in my life. So this Monday, I know that you might be watching this and it's not Monday, but when I'm recording this, this is Monday. Monday, the day after Easter. This Monday, may your life overflow from the internal transformation that comes in knowing Christ and having his word abide in you. That's the ancient way for our modern day.